Hello and welcome to Randy's Roundtable. Today I have with me Eva, Emma, and Stephanie. And today we'll be talking about Transformers and I will pass it on to Stephanie to take over this conversation. Hi there. I am not generally your host, but I guess I'm tied with Emma for the most knowledge about Transformers. So I will be leading this talk. And the Transformers franchise as we know it has been going since the 80s. It's a joint Japanese-American venture between Hasbro and the Takara Company in Japan. And over the last few decades, it's had several iterations, varying from the cartoon, films, movies, games, manga, anime, and an absolute crap ton of toys that have been made since its inception. It's, you've had no real consistent tone throughout all of them, so it's led to a very wide and diverse fan base with about a different, a million different thoughts about how the franchise should proceed and how it should be as a whole. So, opening question for you guys. If you were a Transformer, what would you turn into? A Bronco. Favorite vehicle? Always and forever, I will turn into a Bronco. <laughs> can I be one of the you Dinobots? Can... And can I, like, turn into, like, a T-Rex? I think that would you be can pretty be whatever awesome. whatever you want, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you've earned being a Dinobot, Eva? <laughs> God, no! But, I mean, like, if the gods are benevolent enough and they, like, happen to be feeling generous that day, why not be a Dinobot? <laughs> Eva is also the beefiest of the group, so... That's fair. Uh, also, it makes my arms smaller, so it kind of nerfs me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, ha I'll have the dino body, but the small dino arms, you know? I'm gonna... Because mm. yeah. you said you'd be a T-Rex, yeah, right? I could see yeah. Eva as a T-Rex. Like, she'd have to compete with, like, Grimlock. Hmm. <laughs> I will be lockstep. The Dinobot. Oh god. Grimlock will destroy <laughs> you. That does legit sound like a Transformer name, though. It does! Not in a dance battle! I'll lockstep him and I'll just hit the floor and we'll be buds. <laughs> oh gosh. This would be very entertaining. I, mean, I would love to see isn't it. Isn't that basically how the... God, I forget the name for them, but like the group of runaway uh lovable rogue terrible at being bad guy uh decepticons isn't that how they befriend grimlock after all the their stories are done it's just like hey buddy i think they were more just like yeah man we've been taking care of you we're cool right and then they all high-fived fair Hmm. Grim Grimlock, like, I don't know about, like, the comics or anything, but even in, like, the movies, he seemed very portrayed doggish. Like, is that how he is in the comics, too? Um, in the comics, it was a result of brain damage. 
Yeah, it varies across oh, continuity. Okay. <laughs> Consistency mm. is gotcha. dead. Sounds like it for the Transformers fandom. Reject consistency. Embrace robots. <laughs> um, but I think I would probably be a beast former because I am a despicable goddamn furry. Um, <laughs> but I would probably transform into like a robot hyena or something like that. Otherwise, like if beast formers Ooh. off the table, then it would probably just be like something dumb, like a toothbrush. Like That's a toothbrush. <laughs> I'd be an off-brand soda machine. I like that. I like that. I liked the random soda machine ones that came up in like the old uh, the older movies. I guess they're not really older. They're like the movies. Unless you consider like the cartoons. I don't know if the cartoons had any movies. Yes. Though. Oh, they had their brand swap one where they killed all their old action figures to make new ones. Really? Yeah, their movie just straight up killed the entire cast from like the earlier seasons and then introduced a bunch of new guys. Wow. So this so this entire um like line of Stories and toys seems to be driven by toy sales. Yep that that was the like that's the crux and driving points of like the cast of any given Transformers product is whatever the popular toys are or whatever toys they need to push. Also, like the the original Transformers movie killing off all the characters is the reason why we get so many Optimus Prime is Jesus jokes because he was one of the characters killed off and he later came back to life and now he just it's a guarantee he's going to die and come back to life in any given continuity. I believe he stayed dead oh, in wow. Japan, Can you say though. It was only in the U.S. that he came back and stayed alive. Could you say that he is OP? <laughs> Go sit in a corner and think about what you've done, Eva. <laughs> I'm already in the corner, both of you. To, like, so this not. isn't going to come across in the recording, but I am just slowly muting Eva in the Discord. <laughs> Good. As it should be. Like, for each pun you go down five percent. Oh, perfect! Oh I've got a I've got a lot of work to do then. <laughs> I mean you're assuming you start at a hundred. I mean it's still a lot of work. <laughs> each each pun takes like twenty brain cells, <laughs> so you know each one gets consecutively harder. Yeah. All right, and as a, another general question, since you kind of touched on it there with the movies, what level of familiarity do all of you have with the brand? For myself, it is definitely just the Michael Bay movies, and I think I've seen a few like bits and pieces of some of the comics, especially back in college when you were reading them, and I would just peer at them over your shoulder or something. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I've seen Transformers Prime, and I fell asleep for it, but I kind of woke up to the end of, like, the Transformers movie with the giant... <sighs> I don't remember his name. He was, like, a circle. He looked like a donut. We called him the butthole. <laughs> what is... Who is that? <laughs> yeah, Unicron. Thank Satan. you. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, most, most knowledge is kind of, like, absorbed by 
being proxy to you guys, you know? Yeah, like, and for me, it was, like, I kind of had, like, a passing knowledge of Transformers. I had a few toys that I got when I was a kid. I didn't really get into it until college when, like, uh, I think it was the same friend that got you into it, Stephanie, got me into the comics, and then I started reading those, watched Transformers Prime, etc., etc. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I still take the take cake just barely because I did not fall asleep during the 80s movie. I'm assuming that's what you're talking about, (laughs) Eva. It is, yeah. It's the you got the touch. You got the power. Gave us our our good boy Rodimus. Ah, Rodimus. Probably one of the characters with the least consistent characterization across continuities. Well, it depends on how upset the writers at the time were over the fact that he was the reason Optimus died. Yeah. Fair. Was he often the reason that Optimus died? In the movie, he was, because he was gonna... He was, like, the new leader once Optimus kicked it, and... Everybody got mad and said, oh, it's all Rodimus's fault. He's such a butt. Didn't he also, like, kind of directly lead to Optimus dying because, like, he tried to jump in on a standoff between Optimus and Megatron or something? I mean, look, sometimes you just want to go in with your fists flailing. It's been a consistent thing for Rodimus, at least, to be dumb. Yeah. Okay. I will not slam dunk the Matrix of Leadership. That's a lie, and you both know it. Alright, and so as a general rule, has your current dipping into the Transformers led you to want to check out any more, or do you think you're good with what you got? I've been interested in reading the comics, but I just have not gotten around to it. I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, hearing you guys talk about the comics and just, like, some of the really, really cool storylines and, like, character arts arcs that they have have gotten me interested. Um, I don't remember which one it was because it was a specific uh, series that you guys were following when we were in college. Um... But that one was actually that one was really uh, interesting, and I also want to check out the movies just because they're kind of infamous, if that's a good word. Yeah, I think <laughs> just, that's a good word. Yeah, and so that too. I also would like to check out some of the lore behind like Optimus Prime because I think the universe that they created is incredibly uh, creative and interesting, mm-hmm. and he's a cool character. I, li- I like OP a lot. So, recently the Transformers franchise has kind of decided it wants to be more diverse by adding new characters or sexualities to their cast as they go on, and it's ranged from the obvious stuff like making more women robots to Mm -hmm. the less obvious stuff like in our comic book there were a lot of gay robots and there were some trans robots added in the towards the end there as well and there were transgender gay robots yeah 
Is that why they're called Transformers? Yes, only on some planets, apparently. Transformers. Right. It's a robot. Hello. God, you derailed me, Emma. It's my job. <laughs> well, we'll go from that ten out of ten joke to bringing up Skids and Mudflap from the second oh. Michael Bay movie. Well, the, oh God! The the racist bots. Mudflap. Or... They were voiced by two white guys, right? Oh, yeah. I believe so. Like, they spoke exclusively in, like, stereotypical black phrases. And they couldn't read. Oh, yeah. No, they could not. They were, they were quite... They were something. Characters that were just used for um, comedic... Comedic filler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, in general, how important do you think it is to be adding more diversity to a cast of robot aliens designed to sell plastic toys? And how do you, well do you think their attempts have gone over with that? In Transformers? Like, in the movies or in, like... It, with like your the... respective media experiences... Yeah. Oh, fudge. They've done terrible if you look at the movies. He's just been doing action movies. <laughs> ah. ah, it's bad. So we'll remove skids and mud flap from the diversity win column. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were not in the win column to begin with. Their names are skids and mud flap. It's like, it sounds like mud skid. In other words, poop stain. <laughs> They're two does. separate robots. Like, both of them Eva. are just. I know. Also, you're thinking. But, <laughs> I agree Eva, with you. Skid marks. Skid marks. That's what it is. Thank you. Again, very close to the robot names. Still. It is. It's a little too close for comfort, and also just like. Like I like skids by itself, but mud flap is kind of questionable. I understand it's an integral part of like a car and it's it, it, its role is very important and its uh function is very necessary but god damn so, that name so stephanie i have a question like is the skids in the comics the same one like as far as like we've taken the same character or like do they just have the same name i believe they're the same character, because I don't think they're allowed to make Transformers with the same name. Except for one-off except for one off jokes. I guess, yeah. But, yeah, like, um, yeah, Boy Got a Glow Up in that case, like, Jesus. Or, I guess a revert. I assume, like, the comic is more close to the original. I mean, you've seen clips of the 80s cartoon. <laughs> They weren't exactly pushing the brain banks for anyone. True. Man, this'll be more for you, Emma, but do you recall the whole Windblade controversy when she was announced? Uh, which one was it? All of the above, because all of those traits were voted on by the community, 
And then once they announced what the combination of all of these winning votes was, there were all those people online that got upset because Transformers was starting to be PC and getting social justice points. Like, I think the same thing happened with Drift to a lesser extent. Drift he was just a weeb. Yeah, I know. For some reason, despite the fact that people chose weeb as a trait for both of these guys, they all got upset when they were weebs. So, uh, Stephanie, hmm. uh, not Stephanie, Randy and Eva, like, uh, for context, uh, Windblade, like, she is, like, very Japanese-inspired in several aspects. She wields one of those uh, swords similar to what Drift wields, and her facial design is very inspired by geisha makeup. Okay. Oh, I feel like I've heard about I'm sure you've seen a couple of the toys me and Stephanie have bought. Oh, that's probably it. Did people yeah. have a big problem with her? For yeah, she was chosen by oh, fan cool vote. Fuck. Like, they decide, like, what they change into, what... Were they gonna be a boy or a girl? Like, what their theme was gonna be? The weapons, that sort of stuff. And okay. that's what they settled on, and then everybody got mad. Or at least, you know, the people on the internet got mad. So they settled on the Japanese theme and inspiration for her, and then the rest of the internet was like, no, that's bullshit. I don't know if it was the rest of the internet, but, like, there were large portions of men yelling on the internet about how this was just the social justice warriors in action again. Jesus. No, she's cool as fuck. I love that sword. Yeah. No, I think she looks really cool and Okay, the, I see the no cover problem. of the the cover of the comic's much cooler. That pose in the second image you posted is a little Oh, that's from cooler. the she's, still she's really in cool. one of their new cartoon shows. Like so Oh, I gotcha. That little redesign. Gotcha. Yeah, I like the fans when they were a little bit smaller and not all-encompassing of, like... Yeah, I can the get way. why they did that, though. That's, like, a more simple shape for, like, kids to focus on when they try and redraw it. Yeah, because that cartoon is definitely more geared towards, I'd say, around 10-year-old-ish age. <clears throat> yeah, I don't... I just don't see a problem with her design whatsoever. Uh, Ran Randy? You do not, um, you're not an incel. <laughs> oh, okay. I see. That's, that's the key factor here. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's hard. These are their robots and they already had one girl. They don't need more. Mm. Speaking of girls, I really liked RC in Prime. RC was a fucking great, great here, uh, character hero. God, she was fun. Was she one of the bikes? Mm-hmm. Okay. I've heard yeah, I her. also amend my statement earlier. If I can't be a T-Rex, I would probably want to be a bike or, like, a jet. So RC or Starscream. No in-between. <laughs> Starc. Is that their ship yeah. name? It is now. <laughs> um... How, like, you were talking about the representation of diversity. How is how is that being not not necessarily handled, but accepted by the fandom for, like, the comics and the cartoons as they make it more diverse in, in both gender and sexuality and whatnot? 
I mean, I guess the main engagement I've gotten with the comics would primarily have been with Emma and the our other friend who didn't care about sex stuff at all, so... I think hmm. that them gay robots <clears throat> went over very well with us, the gays. And I, I don't <laughs> right? recall hearing much blowback about that on the internet. There were some people that were upset about there being trans robots, but... I mean, I feel like just realistically that would be an easier thing to have happen with a robot than a person. You just, like, bop out a yes, few bits totally and agree. tell everybody, hey, man, I'm a guy now, and then life goes on. Yeah, like, the way they introduced it was, like, the way they introduced the character being transgender, like, was very well done, like, at least in my opinion, like, because they had the character on for several issues before they brought it up, and then it was just the character meeting up with uh, someone from her past and talking about how, like, because on Cybertron, like, at least in the comic continuity, like, there's everyone pretty much presents male, it's, like, considered the default, and then as she and her partner mm -hmm. got out into exploring, they both kind of, like, realized the expansion in the universe and the kind of different options and things to life that there were and so she sort of talked about that and then she and her partner both ended up transitioning and presenting as female cool yeah i like it's that. like a part of them but it's not their character it's i guess not incidental but like incidental as far as plot and stuff goes hmm yeah, it's a really well-handled moment, and then, like, aside from that, it is just an aspect of their character. It's not brought up every time we see them, but it is something that's established in canon and not just, like, you know, farmed for brownie points, like, five years after the fact, when there's nothing to, uh, you know, nothing to reconcile with that within the canon script. Okay. Yeah. And I've got a question about capitalism for you guys now, which I know is our favorite part of these talks. Yeah. So, space capitalism. <laughs> Transformers as a brand has obviously and primarily always been about selling toys. It's profit-driven, mm -hmm. everything else is secondary to how many bits of plastic they can move off a shelf. So, do you think the Transformers, being that as the market model, has earned this weird longevity? And how much longer do you think it, as a franchise, is going to keep going? Has earned it? Like, when you look at like the bits of media you've seen or like what people have done with the franchise since its initial inception do you think like the transformers are like a worthy contender to in theory live on forever like this or do you think it should have been the gobots all along you know in in my opinion, I believe that it's 
perfectly fine that it survived this long. I think it's pretty cool that it has survived this long based off its conception being so tied to the toys. I think, though, that it would be a good transition to focus on the story, like the the cartoon series and the comics that they can make, rather than the toys. I don't know how well those are selling, but I think that the comics and the cartoons that they make probably do pretty well. But uh, And maybe maybe stop making the live-action movies if there's not much story to them. Maybe. Just, just maybe, please. I mean, Bumblebee was a solid... like average which is bumblebee. easily the best bumblebee one was pretty yeah it, it was it was a lot better than the others in regards to story and like character what have you it was a movie <laughs> that happened which is more than mm-hmm. a lot of the others can say yeah i mean having a like a live action movie following just Like, cut out the human element. Get that shit out of here. We don't need that. Like, just follow Optimus Prime and, like, the... Holy shit, I'm blanking on their name. Lord, help me. Not the Decepticons. The Autobots. Why did I want to call them Opticons? It sounds like (laughs) iBots. Anyway, like, the Autobots and the, the Decepticons and, like, when... Like, follow basically just Optimus's Prime's journey from being from, like from starting as Orion Pax and then like becoming and growing into the role of uh of Optimus Prime. It's already got that hero arc to it and it's be easily sellable to, you know, mainstream media, I would say. It's got space and explosions and it's got these giant robots and a lovable, admirable, like, you know, hero with these shining moral values and upstanding moral character like it's an easy sell yeah yeah honestly i don't know why we have to add the human element because you know if you're good at writing stories that human element is in the characters like i think it was originally supposed to help sell the toys because usually it's like a younger kid that's hanging out with the robots so the kids watching mm-hmm. the cartoon be like, that's me! I'm friends with these robots. I gotta go buy them, because we're friends. But what about what about My Little Pony? They don't have oh, any humans. Oh, they oh, just you have hold ponies. your tongue there. In the 80s, there were humans. Okay, that's true. There's Equestrian Girls, but when they revamped My Little Pony with the new series, they didn't start out with Equestrian Girls. Yeah, but they got there. They got there eventually, yeah, but that was just probably to boost uh, toy sales because people already had the latest, like, Twilight Sparkle and Rainbow Dash, and they're like, oh, well, let's release new editions of humans to sell they more dolls to, make to kids. the bronies moderately less creepy. That's never oh, going to happen. Jesus. Um... I think too is like at this point in time because it's it's been so long and so adapted in many forms that like the phantom is grown and I don't think that they need it to be to happen on earth like we don't we don't need the human element at this point and I think it's just unnecessary and but it might be keeping to the old of like this is how this series started traditionally and just kind of trying to keep with that that theme 
The only real question I've, well, got left is just who's your favorite bot and why would you say that? Who's my favorite bot and why? Gosh, this, I have to like super remember the movies because that's the only bots I know is what it's been introduced in all the yeah, movies. Yeah, Randy's on a disadvantage here. Randy's got I a am. handicap. There's really only like. Randicap. I don't know. Would you count Megatron as an actual character in those movies? Because realistically, it's just Optimus and Bumblebee. Yeah, Megatron is like an obstacle. Yeah. Like I do, I would not count Megatron as having actual character in those movies. No, he's not a very good villain in those movies whatsoever. Um, I would probably choose Bumblebee just because you know he's the first one we were introduced to, and he was he had the most. Um, what's it called? Screen time. Uh, he was just the. Yeah, uh, yeah, he had the most screen time, but also he just was the most relatable character. Of the bots, I guess. Most fleshed out, so to speak. Yeah, definitely. The most. Even more than Optimus, really. Yeah, Michael Bay doesn't really know how to play with the strong stoic leader outside of being the strong stoic leader. No, he does not know how to play those. He doesn't know how to write characters, he just knows how to do Yeah, so much of, like, any character that Optimus Prime has in the Michael Bay movies comes from, like, Peter Cullen's voice acting. Yes. Yeah. Amazing voice. Wonderful voice. Oh, my God. Very good. I'm, I'm, I've, I think it's so cool that they were able to get him to play Optimus, you know, and that just, that's, like, one slice of continuity, even though it's really not continuity. I mean, it's, like, such a good consistent paycheck why would you not keep going back true so other people's favorites robots um for me i would have to say probably i really well bumblebee and like optimus primes you know, they're a given. Mm-hmm. But from Prime, I really liked Smokescreen. He was a good <laughs> um, boy. And he was he eager. was a good boy. Yeah, it's also voiced by Nolan North. Yeah. Was he yeah. in the movies? They might have I mean, referenced his name, but God knows he would not have like been the same character. Probably There's not. about like five hundred robots in those movies, but none of them are really in it, if you get it. Yep. Yep. See, I also liked Ratchet as, like, the grouchy, like, old vet medic. Like, he was he was a good character. I really enjoyed him. Uh, I also liked Scar- Starscream, Starscream unironically. Is... Starscream is, is so good. He's amazing. He's top tier. He's amazing in Prime. He's so much fun. He's... He's mm-hmm. so good. The comic relief that we he all need. He's the most competent version of Starscream, but also the one that, like, life took a crap on the hardest. Oh, sad. No. Like, he's the most competent version of Starscream, which means he has the worst luck. Oh, I see. Yeah. He didn't get to be president. He got to do that in the comics. 
Oh yeah, he, he won a elected. democratic election. Oh, no. What the? Oh my god. <laughs> the president of the U.S. What's American politics now, huh? They all went home to space. They got rid of oh. people. Oh okay, gotcha. Um, I just like throwing that out there oh, as a fun Jesus. fact. Yeah, Starscream won an election. <laughs> and he wore his dumb crown from the 80s movie. Awesome. Wow. Look at how far he got. <laughs> um, I'll also say I liked Arachnid just because she was one of the, like, the cooler villains. Uh, uh, and I don't know, I really liked her design. And she was appropriately like intimidating and scary when she came on the scene. Or when when she had her own scenes, and also like her on the moon, like spoilers. I think it was her on the moon, like she got sent to the moon, yeah, right? The Cybertron moon. Impron. It's the only way to get rid of spiders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like the when she's backlit and her eyes are glowing, I was like, that's fucking. That's such a good aesthetic. It looks so good. We we get it. You can. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Step on me, spider mommy <laughs> robot. <laughs> uh, for me, I'd say my favorite my favorite bot is probably going to be Cyclonus or maybe uh, Rodimus. Like, two ends of the spectrum there, but like I feel like I really enjoyed both of their roles in the comic. Yeah, that's very, like, hot and cold. Just personality-wise, but I get ya. They had very good character development in More Than Meets the Eye. Yeah. And I'm obviously gonna go with my boy Tailgate. Baby boy. Not only does he have a real good color combination, but I don't know if it was intentional or not on James Roberts' part, but... He fell in a hole and missed the entirety of the war, so he knew jack shit about what was going on, and I knew jack shit about what was going on. So he helped me, because <laughs> he asked the questions I was thinking. <laughs> okay, so this is just a little thing that I thought up, like, towards the start of the recording. So I guess, like, maybe vague spoiler warning for the comics... But I'm going to name three things, and you guys have to tell me which of them actually happened in the comics. I take it I'm not allowed to play. No, Stephanie. You can giggle, though. I'm on push to talk, Emma. <laughs> exactly. But... <laughs> push to giggle! <laughs> Tickle me Elmo flashbacks. Alright. <laughs> so, uh... I'm going to read off the three things and you guys can think about that. Um, so this is based off the more than meets the eye slash later on lost light comic. Uh, the war between the Decepticons and the Autobots was started basic was basically started due to a silly straw. Uh, God was robot. God was part of the main cast for the entire run of the series. And at one point, the entire cast has died. Okay. Is wait, is this two truths in a lie format or me, Well, like it's yes and no, like just tell me which of these events have happened. I'm pretty sure the last event happened where the whole cast has died and then come back. They got Thanos snapped, but like all of them. Okay. Yeah. And Randy? 
I want to say the first one happened. Curly straw leads to six yep. million year war. Yep. You are both correct. Uh, ha <laughs> But it was a little bit of a trick question. <laughs> All of them yeah. happened, didn't they? Christ. Wow. <laughs> so, good luck figuring out who Robot God is. Is it not Op- Optimus oh, Prime no. at this they point? Were technically... Is he just Robot Jesus or Robot Moses? There were technically a couple of robot gods on there, weren't there? Yeah, like robot god, robot devil, unicron, and then there's like some people like from like similar power levels. deities. Thus, yeah. yeah. Like the pantheon. But like, basically the equivalent of like Zeus or uh, the head god was one of the main cast the entire time. Wait, fuck, really? Uh, Who? That's a good question, Eva. (laughs) This is the good question, (laughs) Dane, and answer. Do you want to know, or do you want to find out by reading the comics? Oh, that's true. Okay, I see what you're doing. You're saving me for myself. Thank you. It's the More Than Meets the Eye comics, right? Yeah, they're by James Roberts. Yep, it goes More Than Meets the Eye, and then it becomes Lost Light after the More Than Meets the Eye run ends. Well... The okay. run didn't end. They it just had to change the name like midway through. But it did reset the number counts. Yeah. Weird. Comics are weird, Randy. You know this. I do know this. Good God. They're a little bit ridiculous sometimes. It's still easier to sort than Marvel and DC. You just have one swap in there. Oh, I bet. That I do believe. And I think if we're going to get technical, I'm pretty sure point three has happened multiple times in the comic. Oh. I mean, yeah, I could see that. I mean, especially with what you guys were saying about, like, that movie. Killing the them off is kind of a staple, honestly. But they they still get their diversity points because none of the gays or anything get to stay dead. Of course. Never. Transformers, gays will never die. (laughs) No longer in disguise. I mean, if the entire planet of Cybertron is all dudes, it really only makes sense that they're gonna start wanting to do the robot equivalent of smooch each other. Mm Mm-hmm. You can't wait for boobs if boobs don't exist. True. Valid point. Also, like, why would boobs exist with robots? Look, how is the viewing audience gonna know that RC is a lady if she doesn't have a big old pair of badong badongs? Oh my god. That's right. Oh shit, I forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know, just uh, get it through context. Context clues. They're important. Transformers as a franchise has been around a lot longer than most things from the 80s have, and judging by how things are going, it's going to continue to be around a lot longer than most things than the 80s tend to be. As the years have passed, they've undergone transformations of their own, be it 
for <laughs> good, like in the comics or their TV shows, or bad, like whatever happened in the Michael Bay films. And they don't appear to be slowing or stopping anytime soon, so can just wait and see what the future holds for all of our robots in disguise. <laughs> <laughs>